The border is an absolute catastrophe. I mean, there's no other way to put it. I had 418,000 apprehensions this fiscal year alone. That is more than all of last year. We've got Mexican soldiers with rifles. They're detaining our own men on our own soil. We've got armed gunmen in full tactical gear escorting women and children across the border. And then we come to them and say, oh, here you are. Enjoy your time here in America because our guys are told they can't do anything about it. Then we've got La Caravana Madre, the mother of all caravans. So if, if you thought the first handful of caravans were bad, oh, just wait until you get a load of the biggest one to date, ready to just drop 10,000 migrants in Mexico City in hopes to make it to our border. Best and brightest, oh, we promised this time. Now, sure, there are things we can do about it. We're just not doing them. But I think, I don't know, it might be time to start. What do you say? The border is under assault and so is the rule of law. Let's just be honest about it. So we'll get to all of that in a sec. First though, I wanna tell you about Relief Factor. Now, I'm not at that age yet where like everything hurts and I'm in pain all the time, but I am at the age where it's like, oh, oh, hello there. What is that? It doesn't feel quite right. Now it may be some inflammation in the lower back or shoulders after doing a workout, and in fact, Americans, they spend over $2,000 a year to help with their pain. 66% expect to live the rest of their lives with pain. It shouldn't be that way. And Relief Factor can help with that. Now, we've been watching it help so many of our employees here at Blaze Media, and we literally hear from tens of thousands who tell us Relief Factor has changed their lives by helping with their pain. Now, this is 100% drug-free. It's just four ingredients, turmeric, omega-3, and then two other ingredients I don't know how to pronounce. But it's created by doctors and it is, again, drug-free. They're offering a three-week quick start for only $19.95, comes out to a dollar a day. It's like a trial pack. 70% of the people who do this trial pack go on to order more. So join me, get your life back with Relief Factor and their three-week quick start for only $19.95. If you are in pain, I mean, what do you gotta lose? This is a drug-free and natural way to ease your pain. Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. So recently, Mexican soldiers, they came onto our soil and they detained and disarmed our active duty soldiers. How, how is that not an act of war? Two U.S. soldiers, active duty members stationed at the border north of the Rio Grande, which means in U.S. territory. And they were approached by five or six suspected Mexican soldiers who ordered them out of the car and disarmed one of them. These Mexican soldiers crossed into our country, detained our personnel, and then they have the temerity. Mexico tells us, oh, sorry, we don't have the resources to deal with the cartels on our side of the border. We're going to have to put it on you. Bull crap, you don't. And what's most disturbing is our response to it. I mean, our government doesn't really seem too disturbed by it, do they? Oh, we're looking into it. Really, looking into it. The federal government arguably has one job and that is to protect us from foreign invaders. And they're not doing it. They're not. It is their job to protect our borders. It is their duty to the American people as laid out in the Declaration of Independence, and they're not doing it. And Trump's not happy about it. Quote, better not happen again. We are now sending armed soldiers to the border. Do it, Mr. President. Mexico is not doing nearly enough in apprehending and returning. 
Well, I mean, he is president, and so he does have power over these things. He can control whether or not it happens. So I'm glad to hear that we are sending more troops down to the border. But even further than that, they need to be granted the latitude to act like the greatest military fighting force the world has ever seen, which they are. But right now, they're limited in what they're allowed to do. The two troops that were just detained were armed with handguns. Pew, 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 pew. What's up with that? Well, why do the Mexican soldiers have better weaponry than us? Why are the Mexican soldiers outgunning our boys? I mean, we've got soldiers all over the world, tens of thousands, and who knows where the hell is Stan, and they don't have these restrictions. They don't seem to be de-escalating in those places, right? Because that's what our soldiers complied to the Mexicans. Quote, it was an attempt to de-escalate a potential volatile situation. De-escalate? In reality, they should be actively working to deter it. Writing at Conservative Review, our good pal Daniel Horwitz writes that according to two experts who spoke with him, quote, what we know raises some disturbing questions about both the intentions of these Mexican soldiers and the readiness, strategy, mindset, and rules of engagement of our military at the border. This incident further raises some uncomfortable questions about our government's understanding of the border and willingness to confront the severity of the problem of the cartels and the rogue Mexican army units covering for them. So is it possible? Is it possible that these Mexican soldiers were working on behalf of the cartels? Is it possible that they were testing, prodding, the strength of our military at the border? Is it possible they were seeing how much the cartels can get away with, how much contraband they can ship? That's what retired Texas DPS Captain Jason Jones believes. He headed their Intelligence and Counterterrorism Division and told CR, quote, We have seen again and again where corrupt Mexican military units working for the Mexican cartels provide counter-surveillance, intelligence, tradecraft, and technical equipment to protect narcotics being smuggled into the United States. And what did we teach them? What did we show them? Well, we showed Mexico, if you come and you approach our soldiers, they're going to be told to de-escalate the situation, a.k.a. submit to your foreign troops on our U.S. soil. I mean, this is patently absurd, and Trump absolutely has the authority to fix it. I agree with everything he said, so now it is time to take action. They need to be out there with more than just handguns in an unmarked vehicle. That's a joke. What happens when this starts to get worse? Because it will, believe me. The problem is much bigger, and our system, I don't know how much of it can handle anymore. New border apprehensions have already surpassed the number of apprehensions last year. According to Customs and Border Protection, as of last week, Border Patrol apprehensions for fiscal year 2019 to date are over 418,000. That surpasses the total apprehensions for all of fiscal year 18, which was 404,142. And along the southwest border, there have been more than 414,000 apprehensions so far this year compared to 396,579 total in fiscal year of 18. And here's Thomas Homan, former ICE acting director, on how bad this is. Look, I'll say this. I've done this for 34 years. I started in Border Patrol in 1984. This is the worst I've ever seen it. Now, has there been years where they arrested more than a million? But this, by far, is worse than I've ever seen it because this one million people, they're coming and they're not going home because they're taking advantage of the side laws. They're, they're, they can take years to get them removed. This is, this is a crisis that I've never seen before at this level. Yep, because you know what happens is, what happens is just making the claim that, oh, I'm seeking asylum, that gets you in for potentially years. 
in America when only in, in reality, only a handful of the claims are actually legitimate. Our immigration system is broken to its core, and we are becoming a laughingstock to the rest of the world because of it. I mean, why do you think, why do you think they keep sending these waves and waves of migrants? It is because they know our laws are easy to exploit. So the numbers, of course, they're going to grow and grow and grow. And now you have all of these Border Patrol agents, instead of being on the front lines, they're at the processing centers with diapers and food. They're at the processing centers trying to handle all of these claims instead of being out in the field where they need to be. So now what happens? Well, what happens is more people are going to be able to get into the country because they're not there. And then what's going to happen is what's going to happen when the Caravana Madre arrives, huh? I mean, they're headed north. Oh, they're a coming. They're a coming to a border town near you. Approximately 10,000 migrants traveling through Mexico, hoping to reach the U.S. They're going to be housed in Mexico. And Trump, that is why he's urging the Mexican government to do more. Yet here's what we see instead. We have new surveillance videos showing heavily armed smugglers. If you watch, you can see here there are men in tactical gear. And you see this little picket fence that looks like it's at grandma's home, supposed to keep people out. And then according to CBP, that's a mother and a child coming into the interior in an area west of Lukeville, where it's common for smugglers to bring massive numbers of Central Americans into the country illegally. But what is not common is that here, it's not just a family. It's not just a mom and her daughter. No, it's several men with rifles escorting them to the border. And the scariest part is that our government doesn't apprehend these smugglers as long as they don't cross the line. We can't do anything if they don't. And we then help them complete the transaction by taking in their migrants. Oh, we welcome them here in America. Enjoy your stay. Have fun. So I don't know. Call me crazy, but we should stop doing that. I mean, you know it's bad when a columnist at the New York Times is writing, quote, we need a high wall with a big gate. Hmm, where have I, where have I heard that one before? Oh yeah, it's exactly what Trump campaigned on. We're gonna have that big, beautiful door in the wall. Now, I would add a big, beautiful lock on that door, all right? Especially now, because we just can't keep bringing in waves and waves of unassimilated migrants from the third world and expect them to be, become good old red-blooded Americans. It's just not possible. In addition to building a physical barrier, we also need to defend against the cartels protect against the gangs, and that is where the military comes in. Deploy the military to protect the border and prevent the Caravana Madre and every other illegal migrant from getting in. Now we need to defend, but we also need to deter illegal immigrants from coming here. So put a freeze on asylum claims so that they know when they arrive, they will not get in to the country. Period, end of sentence. Do that for as long as necessary for those showing up to the ports of entry, which is where things are being overwhelmed right now. And the president, as we have shown you time and time again, absolutely, without question, has the authority to do this. And until we get more of a physical barrier up on the southern border, this will help control the surge. Now, at the time show, Jared Kushner, he said he's supposed to deliver the president an immigration plan. So, I mean, I don't know. Say a prayer. It's Kushner. But on the other hand, Trump does seem to be shaking up his staff, which is a good sign. Kristen Nielsen is out. So maybe he'll bring in Chris Kobach to replace her. Then also we've got Ronald Vitiello, who was the former acting director of ICE. He's out as well. Acting deputy at DHS, Claire Grady, gone. 
Secret Service Director Randolph Alice is out, and several more are likely to go. Stephen Miller, it's been reported, will be given authority over immigration. I, I mean, don't get the champagne popping just yet because I'm not really sure why Kushner is working on the plan. But we need people in charge of this who understand it as the emergency that it is. Because quite frankly, we can't afford to have people who are not dedicated to helping fix this crisis. It's the most important issue our country faces. And it is an emergency. And because of that, it needs to be treated as one. We can no longer just treat this as something, oh, we'll get to it eventually. We're working on it. We have a plan. No, we will lose the country if that happens. And once that does happen, I honestly don't see how we get America back. A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review, and subscribe to the White House Brief Podcast. It will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.